Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one audio source for Harry Potter news, theories, discussion, as well as info straight from the makers of the books and films themselves, like me, Matt Lewis. I play Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter films, and I'm very happy to be here helping introduce your hosts, the Pottercast trio, Melissa, John, and Sue. Welcome to the first real Pottercast of 2007, Pottercast number 71. In this show, we have a fan interview... Our canon conundrums is all about Hallows, what Hallows in Deathly Hallows means, surprise, surprise. And we know for sure. Mm-hmm. We know for sure. This is canon conundrums, what happens in Harry Potter, book seven You already title. did that joke, and it wasn't funny the first time. It is the first time they've heard it now. <laughs> I know, now guys prepare, he's going to say it again. Shazam. Okay, so before we do anything, of course, our <laughs> friends from Borders want to say a little something, and they'll do it through Sue. Today's Pottercast is brought to you by Borders. Sign up at Borders today to be the first to know when the last Harry Potter book will be released. Click on the banner at the top of Pottercast.com to join the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows notification list today. Visit Borderstores.com to locate the Borders nearest you. Guys, it's a new month and a whole new year. A whole new chance for you to you know, for us in podcast. Podcast <laughs> the whole year. Oh, go Ooh. do it. You know how to do the thing. You know how do to do thing. it now. Set it as your homepage. Phoenix Rising. We will be at the convention Phoenix Rising from May 17th to May 20th. We're doing a live podcast mm-hmm. from the opening yes. dinner. So if you are registered for Phoenix Rising, you can go. So you go to thephoenixrisings.org and register for the convention. You don't have to register for the Pottercast, just the convention. We're also doing two panels there. Sue and I will be doing a panel on fan journalism, right? Fan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes. the three of us mm-hmm. will be doing a Pottercast, a Pottercast, a panelcast on how to produce a fan <laughs> podcast. Oh. The live Pottercast will also feature appearances by Matt from the Whomping Willows and Brian of Draco and the Malfoys. I thought Yay. I had my own panel about how to be awesome. an idiot. Okay, so um, other Aww. announcements this week. We have a fan challenge going on. If you write a, a, the best essay about a Phoenix moment mm-hmm. in Harry Potter books, you can get a ticket to the the keynote presentation on fan and fandom. It's called Ooh. Fan to Fandom, and I'm a keynote member and. I know what it is. And if you want to join me in heckling Melissa during her keynote speech. Gets less funny yeah. every time, John. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you will really wait for it, with but it never comes. John cracks up every, more and more every time. You don't want to be heckling me. I'm going to be part of a keynote presentation with people from Fictionality and the Sugar Quill and the very esteemed Professor Henry yeah. Jenkins, and it's going to be wonderful. So and if you, you know want to win thing. a ticket to that, which you don't have to be registered at Phoenix Rising to attend... You only need a ticket. You can go to our contest page on Leaky for all those details. Mm, awesome. Woo! Awesome. And sure. I'm already exhausted, so I think maybe it's time we take a break and go to Sue's News. That's hardly a break. That's my favorite. Take it away, Sue's. As the new year starts, we have some new products as part of a tie-in with the release of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix later this summer. Cards, Inc. has released another sneak look at a brand new action figure, this time of Professor Albus Dumbledore. This toy comes with a figure and is candle-strewn, owl-shaped welcome stand that you see in the movies, and you can find photos of this in our galleries. 
Also, official retailer Hot Topic has released a few brand new t-shirts, including ones with Draco Crab Goyle and Pansy on it, as well as one that shows the first order of the Phoenix poster with Ray Fiennes Voldemort on it, all of which are available via our Cauldron Shop. And speaking of the shop, it's the last call for the Harry Potter DVDs. Warner Brothers has announced they will no longer be making the DVDs this year as they make way for possibly the high-definition versions of the discs. So if you haven't yet, be sure to pick up your copy of the first four Potter DVDs soon. Well, as this is the new year, many media outlets have picked Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix as one of the key films of the year ahead. Entertainment Weekly magazine lists the film and possibly the book release as one of the 20 big events of 2007, while MTV takes it a bit further and places the film in its number one spot of movies to see. Speaking of the books, the second Latin edition of a Harry Potter novel has now been released. And I'm going to try this, so bear with me. Harry's Potter at Camara Secretorum, or Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, is now available. If you would like to discuss any of the Harry Potter books, our brand new Harry Potter book club has now been launched in our forums. This open reading group, led by our fantastic moderating team on the lounge, will read a different Harry Potter book each month. And currently, we are reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. These groups are open to anyone, so please stop by the Leaky Lounge today. Well, that will do it for this quick look at news this week. And so back to the show we go. So that was great. Oh, it was short and sweet, baby. Not much. No one delivers not much news like That's you. That's right. Got to be special skill. <laughs> you know, the day after we record this, we're going to get big breaking news. She's going to announce the release date. It's going to be a big You know what? Should we tell people? This is what happened, though, actually the last time when we did get the title. It's true. <laughs> they have no idea what we went through, too. <laughs> uh to get that we had just recorded the night before the full podcast Mm -hmm. everything and then in the morning the title came out (laughs) get off skype we gotta do a show right now and sue ran down the street in her underwear trying to find a working computer (laughs) terrifying the neighbors in her yellow and black underwear dedication dedication Dedication. You know what? They should come out with Hufflepuff pajamas. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd like a pair of Hufflepuff like little Only badger slippers. That'd tail. be cool. Badger. Yes. No, um, I got a big enough butt. They don't need oh, a badger tail on that. No. <laughs> How about those cool little PJ pants that have the flap and, and the behind with the two buttons on top? I've never owned one of those, and I've been dying oh, to get a pair of those. John, really? I just want to see how it works. Oh, my God. Okay. So, it's rocket mm. science. Which, Fascinating which, which wardrobe piece of discussion this here. Should we talk about Sue? Uh, well, I, okay. Now it's a new year. We have new clothing on the way and new products from the Order of the Phoenix. We've seen the first. Let's talk about the first thing: the new Albus Dumbledore action. I already figure. bought like ten of those. What I what I have to admire about these action figures is that the photos are better than most photos of Michael Gambon. <laughs> They're posed this beautiful like double heel shots, and he's he's. Staring in, there's a blurry phoenix in front of him, and it's just really I don't nice think, photo. Mm-hmm. I don't think he looks pissed off enough, enough because mm-hmm. my, 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 my Gambon Dumbledore is always pissed off at his action figures. Do what you did on the set. Kick, kick, I kicked him yeah. in the shin? No, you didn't kick him no. in the shin. Silence! <laughs> <laughs> so he, he sat at the Great Hall table and he went, silence! And then I kicked a crew member to stay in character. He did not. No way! All right. So yes, there are new toys and it's exciting, and at least they don't have weird Rudolph, you know, Patroni. Yes. Patroni, like we had last time, yeah. Order the Phoenix shirts, man. We saw our friend Jamie Waylett on this on the shirt with as 
Crab and Draco and Goyle and Pansy. Yeah, but Pansy. she's, she's, she's not in the film anymore. I know there's what? a lot of Pansy fans. They took her off? Why? I don't know. Because she's not. She's not in the film anymore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did such a great job. <clears throat> Gosh, there's so little news this week. It really stinks. There was so there is. There's much just There's just and... really... I, I do want to make a quick reminder, too, that um, I'm going to... As of January 5th, Warner Brothers is starting to not produce the DVDs, so if you haven't yet, you can still get them via oh, our Cauldron right. Shop. Buy all your DVDs now. Cauldron Shop, thecauldronshop.com. That's right. So, Buy them from there. No, and then... Get a free pun. <laughs> no. We have a new book club. We have a new Ooh, book club yes. in the Leaky Lounge. Yes. That's It exciting. is very exciting. Yes. Our reading groups have been closed off. They've been very mm-hmm. popular and very uh, and very full right. right away. So members have been complaining. So the tireless, completely tireless... They don't say, hey, we're overworked, we're not doing this anymore. No, this tireless crew over at Leaky Lounge decides to start a club that everybody can join. So if you want to talk about the books, they're doing it leading up to Half-Blood Prince through July for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and um, So is it all about... It over there. All about just the Harry Potter books or about other books as just well? Just the Harry Potter books. It's, it's one For a month. Every yeah. month for the they next six months. They can't open it up to other... Books? I'm sure in the course of discussion you can start talking about books, mm. other books, but it's it's about the heart. It's basically the reading groups in a less structured right. environment so that more people can do it. Well, it's kind of neat because there's mm. a lot of new people that hadn't been able to get through the sorting process before and, and are just thinking, well, maybe we're going to get that book seven this year. So it's a good way to just, you know, go back. Like right now we're discussing Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, and it's really pretty interesting to go back and reread some of those things you've you've forgotten about like the keeper of keys i've been fascinated by all the discussion of hagrid it's yeah. pretty interesting stuff it's a nice refresher course before the last yeah. book you know it's very cool good <gasps> okay well how about we go do the fan interviews because there's really nothing to talk about yeah. here <laughs> and then the canon conundrums which is all about hollows and what that might mean canon conundrums <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll come back into the news wrap where we have some really, um, well, we have some interesting stories to tell you. I love stories. I love stories. <laughs> They're called festers. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was like, you didn't even miss a beat, man. You just like, it was just right there. They're called festers. The tip of my tongue. All the time. Well, it's a new year. We okay. have to have a new expression. So this is right. Yeah. I know. Seriously, it's his new thing. He thought of it in the car on the way. Yeah. <laughs> he just started doing it. He's like, I do that to everything. I can imagine oh, okay. your conversations. A whole week of John Noeisms. Okay. We called peanut brittle. Peanut, peanut brittle. No, no more peanut brittle okay. songs. Sorry. Oh, I like it though. Okay. Fan Corner, a one-on-one interview with a new lucky fan each week. Not me, not Hermione, you. Hi everybody, this is Doris Herman and it is so good to be here with you today. I'm lucky enough to be interviewing Kim. Kim Newsom is the host and the executive producer for SpinnerCast, which is a great, awesome podcast that I've had the pleasure to listen to. Hey, Kim. Hello. How are you doing? I am superb, ma'am. How are you? Oh, I am awesome. Kim and I have been talking for like ever. (laughs) And we thought, hey, we should record this. Yeah, that might be a good idea. (laughs) But uh, I kind of wanted to interview Kim and the the title Deathly Hollows came out. 
everybody had their ideas. Um, but what was amazing to me, and, and also I found out to Kim, was the fandom reaction. Oh, man. So, Kim, tell me, tell me your it, uh, take on it. It was, absolute, it was absolutely insane that day. Just to take you through what happened was um, myself and my fellow podcaster, Nathan, we were both online at the same time. We had been online all night long, and I had happened to have the day off that day. And um, so we were sitting online, and then suddenly I checked on HPANA, actually, and I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, I think we might, uh, the, the, the door's open, the door's open. And so we both just started freaking out and trying to figure out how to get in and so on and so forth. And once we finally got in, we saw that the title was there. And then it took a few hours, but once everybody started sort of waking up, Every single, I mean, every single website that I went to, every single bulletin board, every single uh, forum was just lit up with people all talking about Deathly Hallows, Deathly Hallows, Deathly Hallows. Um, you know, my email box was full. My phone was ringing off the hook. And I mean, these weren't even just, you know, our little people in our little Harry Potter universe here uh, online. We're talking, you know, people that are just my casual friends that are calling me to ask about this title and what, what they think I or what they think of it and what they want to know what I think of it. And it was just unbelievable, the reaction there. And you saw so many people just come out of the woodwork as fans. I mean, people that I really didn't think, I mean, people at work that I didn't even think really knew anything about Harry Potter or anything like that were so excited to have a title for book seven. Yeah. I was like, I had no idea that you even read. Now, what are some of the theories? Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you could read. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's amazing to me. What are some of the theories that you uh, have read that you thought were really interesting? Um, I've read some kind of far out ones. I've read some ones that I think um, are pretty plausible. Um, a lot of people say that they think Deathly Hallows um, has something to do with hallowed ground. Um, possibly the hallowed ground of Hogwarts. I like that theory a lot. Um, I, I like, um, I think Melissa was on our show that week when the title came out and, uh, she had mentioned possibly the hallowed ground where the founding, um, Hogwarts founders may have been buried. And I thought that was a good idea as well. Um, I've heard some uh, that say that Deathly Hallows may have something to do with Hallows Eve and um, thinking that because so many things in the series center around Halloween, uh, therefore something big might happen on Halloween or it might be referring to the past um, being the Potter's deaths. And so, therefore, that would fit in with Harry's journey to Godric's Hollow, as he said that he was going to go and do. Um, I don't necessarily think that the entire title would be centered around something that happened in the past. I, I think it would be... I don't, I don't know what Joe thinks. I mean, I'm not her, clearly. I'm not a billionaire and <laughs> incredibly brilliant. But um, I, I don't think that she would make a title about necessarily the past, but rather what's going to happen. And so I, I think it's more along the lines of... And plus the, the name Deathly Hallows, the, the word deathly, um, when you use that, that adjective and you have it with the noun, you... you 
are sort of implying that it is a place and rather than an actual time. And so I think that it, it's definitely more of a place mm-hmm. than anything else. And those are the theories that I've seen that are the most plausible. Um, you know, there have been a lot of things, a, a bunch of people when it first came out, the biggest thing that I heard was, oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. Death is in the title. It's going to be a bloodbath and I hate my life and everyone's going to die. And this definitely shows that Harry Potter is going to die. Now, guys, calm down. I don't think that it definitely shows that anyone is going to die. I mean, we already know that somebody's going to die. She said it. So let's calm down about that. Um, I don't think that it means that any of our favorite beloved characters are definitely going to die. I, I just think that the word death can mean a lot of things. You know, it can mean silent. It can mean still. It can mean, you know, death. It can mean the end of something. So uh, there are a lot of meanings to this. And she's a very smart woman, studied linguistics. So I, I'm pretty sure that it's not going to be as obvious as just deathly hallows where somebody dies. Well, and deathly is an adjective doesn't really mean that somebody dies. It's more of a... It's more of uh, um, the appearance of death, which isn't the same thing as death. I mean, I've seen Mm -hmm. possums play dead. They look pretty dead, but, you know, you get close enough, they're not dead. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's completely true. And I, I think that that was just the initial reaction because people have been waiting. And with all of the talk, you know, with all the death talk leading up to this, um, I think that people were just kind of expecting the worst. And so that's why they immediately began, you know, crying in horror, thinking, oh, uh, somebody's going to mm-hmm. die. Well, you knew that already. So yeah. Just calm yeah. Down. We know someone's going to die. We just have to wait and see who it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and you didn't get to New- go to New York. We were looking at Joe's shoes earlier. Yes. What do you, um, what do you think her take on Gorgeous. fandom is? I mean, just, just from what we all know about her, what do you think she thinks of all these crazy people who run around, you know, prophesizing about her book and planning all these great events and I, that kind of thing? I think she loves it. I think she loves it, loves it, loves it. I mean, I, I think that she, I don't think that she would ever be annoyed by fans I think that she's the type of person who would just think that this is about as cool as can be because it's bringing so many people from so many backgrounds who are of different ages and races and, uh, you know, speak different languages. They're all coming together just because of this book. And, you know, yeah, she created it, but I think that she's the type of person who, even if she didn't create it, she would still want to be a part of it. I think that if she could be a part of this, you know, if she weren't the creator of this, then she would like, cause that's the kind of person that she seems like, um, that she really cares about the fans a lot. You know, just the fact that she put her title on her website as a game for us before sending out the press release mm-hmm. is awesome to me. You know, not, not a whole lot of people do that. You know, if you're just doing it to make a whole lot of money, then you're not going to do that. You're going to do what you need to do to get the news out there first to the media outlets instead of doing something for the fans first, for the people who you know are checking your site around the clock and have updates around the clock on what your next move is. You know, I, I think that she definitely sees that 
there's an incredible devotion there that is not normal and uh, and not right. normal in the good sense you know uh, you don't see this with many things in this world and i'm i'm glad to be a part of it um you know some some people had star wars as their obsession some people had star trek some people had you know lord of the rings or what have you and i get to be a part of the harry potter fandom and i think that's just absolutely glorious it is and you know i i couldn't be happier and i think that she couldn't be happier with this true we normally do this little live and die thing at the end of of Mm. fan interviews and i I really don't want to do just sort of your typical live and die because i i like hearing your ideas so i want to know you know joe's told us who she thinks or joe has told us people are going to die i want to know who you think is going to die oh oh my goodness see i'm usually the one who asks this question Mm -hmm. um i've heard you ask it that's why i uh, know you sneaky um i think probably i'm thinking Pettigrew is is gonna have to kick the bucket um i'm thinking that's just inevitable he's gonna have to go um i'm thinking that snape's gonna have to go um uh, he's either gonna be killed on accident by somebody from the order who doesn't know what's going on or he's just gonna get caught up in battle and you know, save Harry or do something fantastic and end up dying. Um, I don't think that Malfoy is going to die. Any of them. I don't think that Lucius or uh, Draco or Nurse or Narcissa is going to die. Um, Bella, she'll probably kick the bucket. Um, I, I think very few good guys are going to die. And it's not because I'm biased or anything. I really just don't see them as having a point in dying because I don't see any of them really getting that involved um, in any sort of battle. Um, And that's the only reason why I think that they'd be killed off because what, what good would it do for the death eaters to kidnap any of them? Because most of them, most of the ones that are really extraordinary have already been taken away. Um, or have been killed. And so the ones that you have left are the ones that nobody really thinks of as being particularly brilliant or brave, like a Neville, per se, whom I love very much. And that makes me happy to think that he's going to live through this because um, I really think that he has a lot to offer. I think that he's going to play a humongous role in uh, the end of book seven. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be a bunch of baddies and probably our friend Snape that are okay. going to have to go. And you are in the, of the opinion that Snape is good or bad? I'm of the opinion that Snape is in for himself. I don't think that he is either... You can't put him into a category of being either good or bad. And I think that it would be... Uh, I think that you'd be shortchanging Joe's characters a bit if you were able to put Snape, a character like Snape that's so well-written from the start, so incredibly well-written and with such um, detail in every single thing that he does. I think that Snape has always been out for himself and he is always looking to see which way the tide is turning. I think that he does have a conscience. I think that he does have a soul. But I think that he is, uh, he may have been working for the bad side during Harry's time at Hogwarts. He may have been working for the good side 
during that time. I think that he was definitely a double agent the whole time, um, feeding information to both sides and to the ruin of both sides. So I think that Snape will end up being on the good side in the end. I think that in the end, he'll end up, you know, triumphing and helping Harry in some way just because he feels that it's the right thing to do. But I don't think that you can put him into the category Mm -hmm. of being either good or bad. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes. And uh, thank you. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is Doris Herman with Kim Newsom. And you guys have a wonderful, hairy day. And now it's time for Canon Conundrums featuring Steve Vanderark from the Harry Potter Lexicon. Listen in as our panel tries to figure out one specific issue from the Harry Potter canon. Who could possibly figure that out? It's time for Canon Conundrums 71. First Canon Conundrums of 2007. And the last. No. 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 <laughs> Your weekly heart attack brought to you by John Noe. Oh. It may be John's last. <laughs> Who do we have over there? It might be, let me tell you. Oh, Steve, I'm here as usual. Uh, hey, it's Steve from there the There you last. go. And, and Sue from the news. Sue from the news. Melissa from the news. Hello. And John from the Panda Town. else rhymes. John from what? Panda Town. Panda Town, where they're all sad. Okay. They're not always sad. Okay. He's well, also from Thestral Town. Yeah. Well, what in the world is our first conundrum of the hmm. year? I'd like to know. What do we Gee, have? To- I don't know what. I don't know how we could have thought <laughs> of this. Is conundrum. there any new canon that came out recently? Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Dig yeah. Any yeah. Few words what of about canon? the new the new Wizard of the Month and and Joe's <laughs> yeah, site? Sure. A, a dragonologist, even. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. perfect. Let's, Let's talk, talk for, for 20, 20 minutes, minutes about, about it. Dragonologist. But it's new canon. Okay, before you all shut off your podcasts, let's get serious. <laughs> We're doing the question of what is Hallows mean? What is yeah. Hallows exactly. mean? Hallows. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is canon conundrums, what will happen in book seven. Stop! The, the title means no. mm-hmm. this. Here it comes. You don't have enough time for the to next say that 20 minutes. Um, and if you've been living under a rock, yes. you need to be told that the book the title of book seven is harry potter and the deathly hallows not hollow mm. nothing to do with godric's hollow we don't uh, know that for 100%. oh we you do. can't she say that. that you can't say that i can she no, would you not can't. do that she would not mean godric's hollow no but you, can't say, but you, you can't say that it has nothing to do with godric's no, hollow that's true it doesn't mean godric's no. hollow let's yeah. put it that way okay but yeah every day hey what if it's godric's hollow? no people Hallows, hollows, hallows, hallows. I thought it was halos. John. <laughs> I was thinking angels. I am so screwed up. Okay. It might Sorry. Well, be saints. So, anywho, we're talking about the title right. here. Next week will be about the word deathly. The following will be <laughs> and, uh, But this week is hallows. H-L-L-O-W-S. Hello for hallows. Sorry. As in hallowed ground. Which, again, you know, and I've said this before, but when I first heard it, I thought, What? That is just crazy. You know? Well, because none of us are British. Uh, even Brit- even the Brits were, were, were a, a little surprised. But at least it's used as a noun. It's used as a noun in British. It's not used as a noun in American. So we're all like, Bleh. what is it used over here in 
It's it's a it's an adjective. A, it's um, something is hallowed. Is it a verb? Something a verb. is hallowed. It's a verb. Hallows. Yeah. Or something you hallowed. Or, or something can be hallowed. Positional phrase. As an, as an adjective. It's a verb, John. No, oh, it's not an adjective. It's a, it's a verb. Or, you hallow no, you something. can have something can yeah. be hallowed. Hallowed as an adjective. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely not a, not used commonly as a noun. But we don't have that that legend, the legends of that sort of thing in our somewhat short history of legends around here. So, well, I guess to start, we should we should mention the one other time Hollows has appeared in the canon. Take it away, Steve. Oh, the word Hollows appeared in one of the books. Which one was uh, it? Was, uh, I don't know. Reference to Halloween, perhaps. Come on, Steve. I'm sorry. Well, that's it's a uh, canon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your territory. I know, I know. Well, interestingly enough, I don't know everything, so... I'll give you okay. a hint. It was between books one and six. Uh, you suck. I'm just kidding, Steve. This is I the know. first time we've heard or seen the word hollow. I wish you guys could see, because John and I are in the same room, and I wish you could see the, like, the, like, the googly eyes. I'm I like, what so are you I so excited when I'm teasing yeah. Steve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, technically, the technically, the word, the word Halloween, Halloween comes Halloween. from All Hallows Eve, which mm-hmm. is uh, yes. um, which which does include the word Hallows. But um, oh, you got I know. Me. <laughs> Steve wins. Yeah. Alrighty then. So, but, but Hallows, Hallows as as the part of the various legendary things that people have. I mean, what did it take us about twenty minutes to dig this stuff up? Which I think is great fun. But you know, that, then that's when the that's when the title really started to to grow on me is when I started to realize that, that this was a reference to an object, which right away, of course, screamed Horcrux to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, totally. and when, when it's an oh. object, which is the, the, like the, the goal of a quest, it's what a quester mm-hmm. looks for, and it's an object which is associated with some legendary or famous or holy person, I mean, it all just seemed to come together. I thought that's a great one. Maybe word. it doesn't necessarily refer no, to an object. It doesn't necessarily, but that's. But when I what I was saying is that when I read that, I went, oh, "Okay." Then it then it at least it felt like it it made some sense. Now, well, for me, when it made sense is is when it, and I don't even think this is an actual possibility, but I think that it probably is a place a a place where somebody goes because the classic part of a hero's journey in Greek myth is that you visit the land of the underworld. You go to the place of the dead. Um, and it's not just Greek myth. I mean, you, like I've said this a couple hundred times since the title came out, but Philip Pullman's The Dark Materials, his Dark Materials series, I won't ruin it again for people who haven't heard read it, but there's something similar. And she's already killed the old white wizard. Just think what? This is po- yeah, John. Shock. I just think this Dang. is. You ruined oh. the end of book six for me. I did. I stink. You nasty lady. It's part. It's. I think it's part of it. I. I just. I just don't believe. I don't know. I. I know a lot of people are on the band, are on the thing. That they think this is Horcruxes. Yeah, maybe. I just think it's an easy answer. I think she's more cryptic than that. I don't know. Well, there's nothing to say that you can't be right about both. That that in sure. order to go to get to these Horcruxes, that you have to go to this place. Maybe it's the veil, or or that was um, very diplomatically put, Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're both right. No, really. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, but you know, well, we and, and, and you know, we'll read the book and go, "Oh, okay, it was none of those." Yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah, seriously, she'll have his, a, a whole. New his book. mom's name was Prince. <laughs> oh, oh, right, darn! <laughs> I was thinking that straight off too. I, mean, I figured yeah. it was Snape's mom named Prince. Snape's mama. That's what that was my first guess. Mama back was in, a half blood prince. Back in two thousand four. See, but see, my problem is, I, I, 
we did some research like many years ago and saw a bunch of titles and it has nothing to mm-hmm. do with what this title is now mm-hmm. but once upon a time that there was a title that was registered by joe's people that said it was the hogwarts hallows and so right. i have that in the back of my head that mm-hmm. it has something to do with the four founders right. and the Horcruxes. So, right, in the same way that that didn't she have yeah. the the Doomsday or the Doomspell tournament was a was a possible title for book four. Yeah, right. You right. Know? And it turns out to be called the Goblet of Fire. And those the, the she picked an alternate title, but it referred to the same broad type of thing. It, yeah. uh, all referring to the Triwizard Tournament. Interesting. We, we, I never we just, thought about that, you but, but you know it makes sense that. that if it's if it's if you're the way you're going with it, Sue, the idea mm-hmm. that it refers to the founders, well, that would be the Hogwarts Hallows. That yeah. would make logical sense. But it could equally the Hogwarts Hallows could equally be the place where they're enshrined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be someplace Harry has to right. go. Mm-hmm. It could it could be you know the Horcruxes might not be the end of it. There may be another step that Voldemort has taken oh, that no. that Harry has to figure out and go to in order to get him to yeah. Because there's enough room in that book to have another whole plot. Yeah. I hope so. It's It'd be awesome if they had to like play like a life-size chess match or something again. That would be awesome and not at all overusing that. That was our first kind of yes, it was. Yeah. Was yeah, it? The, the chess, match. The chess right. match. So, Sue, you think that there's another location in or around Hogwarts that is unknown to us that could be like one of these shrines? Well, yeah, but and again, this goes back to some other film news. We were talking about Mr. Alfonso Cuaron was talking about things that he was trying to do during Prisoner of Azkaban. And do you remember on the DVD, she said something about the graveyard? We talked mm-hmm. about the graveyard. Now, yeah. that's come up, too. So that's kind of curious mm-hmm. to me, that, like what you were saying, Melissa, too, and, and all of you guys, actually, about... It's curious, yeah. right? Well, so, I, you know, but I I think that that referred to the fact that she was already planning on having you know Dumbledore buried in a certain place and didn't want uh, to put a graveyard somewhere else. That was that's my impression mm-hmm. of that, but that's yeah, just guessing. But so, what if there's like a secret place in the castle for every one of the founders? Like we already saw Slytherins. What if you have to speak like? Badger or something to get to the Hufflepuff, the, the Hufflepuff part of the, to the cup, uh, baby. Castle. You know, it's in a barrel. <laughs> and that's it's where in, the shrine is. No. The Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuff part of Hogwarts is in a barrel. No, it's not. It's in the it's in no, the no, no, Butterbeer no. barrel. It's you know, Amanda, it's a fat fryer, baby. They make barrels. They make networks of tunnels <laughs> under the ground. You know that's where it is. That would be cool. Don't, don't they make dams from trees and things? No, it's beavers. Beavers. Badgers. Badgers are aren't they like same animal? I think they're similar. Hey, hey. Okay, before we do anything else, why don't we just explain what some of the different definitions of hallows are, because mm-hmm. our point here is to talk about what hallows are, and our research has brought up that hallows means to make or set apart as holy, mm-hmm. to respect or honor greatly or revere. I think the OED definition, which is the Oxford English Dictionary, said that it, it was saints, it had to do with saints. Mm-hmm. Um, it also refers to all hallows eve, hallow, you know, Halloween. Had the Hallows of King Arthur, which we pointed out when the when the um, title went up, which is that they um, they were seen to represent the royal regalia carried by the by the king, or the objects sought by somebody like a like a Grail quester. Mm-hmm. So they're highly revered mm-hmm. objects. Also in the tarot deck, the four suites of the tarot deck are sometimes known as the Hallows. They are the cups, wands, sword, and pentacle, which I want to come back to in a minute. Um, and I think that's what we've got on the research end of this. A lot of different meanings, but the cups, wands, sword, and pentacle seems to be the strongest argument that this ha- the, the hallows means horcruxes. Right. So you have the Hufflepuff mm-hmm. cup, 
you have the the pentacle. I would think refers to the locket with the snake on it. That's my own <laughs> guess. Um, sword no would be the Gryffindor sword. That, yeah. No, I haven't heard the theories. <laughs> the sword obviously is a Gryffindor sword, so it would be the the wand of Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Well, Ravenclaw is the one that thought up the uh, thought up the changing uh, floor plan of Hogwarts. So she's obviously no, very clever. Point. That's right. I knew that. Does have to do with the Nothing wand. whatsoever. I just thought I'd throw that in just so that oh. I could show off, seeing as how John made Random. me look like an idiot a little while ago. <laughs> John, well, nobody thinks you're an idiot for that. I think John's an idiot. Well, maybe it has to do with the Flitwick because you know she said that that Ravenclaw's going to have its day. You know, I know. And she and the one somebody did, was it you that just said this also. The most random detail in there is that. That Flitwick is a dueling champion. Sweet uh-huh. battle. Wand, dueling champion, wand of Ravenclaw. There you go. That's why he's winning the battles. That's like his prince book. He's got, <laughs> he's got Ravenclaw's Raven, wand Ravenclaw's... and he's kicking butt with that. Maybe. He's a little dude to be You're the dueling cheater, champion. He kind of reminds <laughs> me of Yoda. He's having a magic foot in the Putnam County spelling. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of like Yoda, you know? I can just oh, see yes. him sort of, <laughs> when he gets mad, he'll get that look in his eye, and all of a sudden he'll be flipping around and throwing little spells. Uh, and- we're just talking to Hot Cheryl, because we were at uh, Harry and the Potter's concert, and I said, Hot Cheryl, how cool would it be if Flitwick got into a fight with someone like Yoda, and he was bouncing off parts of the spaceships mm-hmm. and doing backflips and doing all these cool spells, and she says, you know, that would be an awesome idea, John, you're so clever. Uh-huh. Really, she said, uh, no. <laughs> I was standing there. Honestly. <laughs> Cheryl was too busy headbanging to Harry and the Potters. She had a blast. That's Cheryl and her wheezy. And her wheezy. She got a weaselyish boyfriend. Okay, next. I don't know what is next. next. The traditional objects that the Hallows of King Arthur sometimes mm-hmm. are. A pole of combat, which I guess could be mm-hmm. a sword. The sword of, no, which would be a mm-hmm. wand. The sword of light. Mm-hmm. The cauldron of cura, which would be the mm-hmm. cup. And the stone of destiny. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 I don't want to go back that stone again. We're doing a lot of humming in this yeah. one, aren't we? I, wanna, I hope she doesn't go revisit that 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 stone because we already had that. You know, I just I would be disappointed. The philosopher's yeah. stone. Yeah. Revisit stuff. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, I, know I, the book seven is the time to do it. I just yeah. I as a I just wonder whether has this been planned? This title did is she, has she been planning on this the whole time? From the beginning? When were those... I don't think she's planned on Horcruxes since a year and a half ago. Oh, John. I think she has. <laughs> I'm just... Dude. Well, if the other two titles that she was considering were the Hogwarts Hallows and the Hallows of Death, then yeah, this is probably well, the and, title that she's you know, known was going to happen. We've worked out that Hogwarts Hallows and, and um, uh, Deathly Hallows are, the, what is it, the two consonants in a vowel different or something like that? So, oh, though. Oh, really? Well, yeah. then, if, you, if you count Y as a right. vowel. So, Sometimes Y. So that does Sometimes so that does why. make sense, uh, you know. But if those were the titles she was considering, I guess my question was, how long ago was she considering it? Because, hmm. yeah, it's funny. I try to I try to think, you know, she had this whole overall concept from the beginning. What was it that triggered that? What was it that what, that made her think of this concept? whole concept? And Hallows, if if she had seen that, read that legend, and went, oh, that's cool. If that idea of well, Hallows could have been the trigger for what kind of got that whole the whole overarching plot of the whole series together in her mind. I think that'd be very interesting. They've been referencing Arthur since Definitely. Book Definitely. Yeah. You know, she's like it's so it's so strange it's this random other fictional reference. 
yeah. thrown into Harry Potter that nobody ever comments upon. That is awesome. You know? And it's... Um, I think originally they were going to have the uh, pumpkin pasties Jar- make you get really no. big if you eat the one, and then if you eat the other one, you get really Stop. small. What? If you eat enough like, pumpkin pasties, like you get really Alice big. Alice in Wonderland. I know, but I... Okay. Alice in Wonderland now... <laughs> Hey, the tarot deck thing. Cups, wands, mm-hmm. sword, and pentacle. If it is the tarot deck mm-hmm. thing, we should maybe think about Trelawney a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, Ooh. yeah. You know, her Lightning and her predictions I mean, she did, are, not, are our predictions, you know? And we're waiting on a third prediction of hers, aren't we? What if the thing that Alfonso was concerned about um, and Joe was concerned about in Azkaban mm-hmm. was the random uh, kid who knew about the Grimm... <laughs> And he has the key. John, why are you here? (laughs) The mystery kid (laughs) that no one knows who he is. My guesses are as good as your guesses. Are you saying you have any better than mine? Than that? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. I'll let the audience decide that one. It's a very big, mysterious question. No one has explained where this kid came from. (laughs) Which kid? I'm sorry. The kid that reads that. The guy who's like, he's like, it's like catching a ghost with your bare hands. That guy. <laughs> that makes the no sense. P- the prisoner of Azkaban. shows up. I know. They're being very tight-lipped about that guy. <laughs> yeah, he won't even give key. any interviews. He, he's he, like, he, I can't talk about it. It's he's Mark secret. Evans. He owns the Mystic Kettle of Knackledurk, you know. He won't give any interviews. He just clipped off the toenail of the Kabog. Yes. Okay. Oh, and that... I tell and you. His it's, middle name it's, is Howard. It's been... It's been a week of these of this, guys. John's been here for a week. It's been a week of this. <laughs> I, I pity you. No one wants to spend a week with me. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, but okay, I, I I don't want to get serious here, but I do. I just and it, it's not so much a definition, but when when you first heard the word hallow, I cannot get over the serious and religious connotation that just brought up to me instantly, mm-hmm. and I was very very surprised at that, and I still haven't mm-hmm. quite. Well, okay, you you know there's a quote from a from the Vancouver Sun from 1999 where somebody asked her about being a Christian. And she said that she's glad not too many people ask her about her Christian faith, because if they did, they would know how the stories were going to end. Exactly. So. We linked that, I mean, right when the t- we linked that in the, um, the post announcing, announcing the title, and it, it was so, so shocked. And that's actually a quote that I've looked at before right. and gone, huh. Right. You know, because they, they celebrate Christmas, there's no mention of religion, right. there's no mention of any of that. And so I'm just so mm-hmm. curious how she's going to get this in there. Well, and It does seem to go with the idea of the full hero's quest, mm-hmm. dealing with things on a larger mm-hmm. scale than what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Life, death, heaven, right. hell, you know, all those mm-hmm. things. And I shot off an email to somebody and it just said, and I feel like it's stupid now, but maybe I'll just throw this out there, that what if down below the, below the Department of Mysteries, the, all those worlds, the love, time, thought death everything connects underneath and it's all sort of like the origin of everything mm. i don't know stupid theory out there know, so it's, it's out out. <laughs> open up a little trap well, tra- that door is referenced and... in the book if you remember sirius's christmas song about the hippogriffs yeah it's true well that's sort of i thought <laughs> see and then again i mean it's, <laughs> so, it's always a little bit interesting to get on the topic of religion in the books but the the one moment which i thought really cried out for a religious reference was the funeral and then mm-hmm. there was this tufty-haired fellow who's, a, you know, we we just, who is this person? What what function does he have that he would leave lead a funeral? It was intentionally left very very vague. We never even heard the words of the of the eulogy, you know. Yeah. And so it's very interesting. I think yeah. she's always been very careful to just kind of keep that as very very vague in the books. Yeah, but you know, you have the unless idea you're of the resurrection at the funeral. I, guess you, oh, I have to I have to share one quick insider bit of information. The topmost book 
in Dumbledore's office next to his chair was a Catholic yeah, Bible. And on the set. Gotta You're talking say. about on the set. On the set. Right. And in real life. And <laughs> in real life, okay. <laughs> in the real Hogwarts. Yes, there are. They, they pick sick books and they put them in Dumbledore's office. None cry. of them are real books. They're all empty, fake books. Yeah, but they're You not didn't take them off the, the shelf. Bible. You don't know if they're empty. I, I got all those titles. I thought they thanks. were real. What are you talking about? Shelf, I'm going to put them in the lexicon. All right. Okay. You know how heavy that would be if they were all real books? They're cardboard boxes. Yeah. They're they not all real books. They're, they're all real books. They, they just have they fake, en- fake ends on, fake yeah. titles on them. Um, and they repeat no, the titles a lot. The, I, think, I think maybe the idea of, of what does religion have to do with Harry Potter books is a topic of another yeah. canon. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't have but thought it, but with that title, I think, it's a, I think it's a topic <laughs> worth discussion, discussing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we'll call Laura Mallory like Dan says. Yeah. Oh, that woman. If we can, we'll even hire a translator for chicken talk. Darn. Okay then. Oh dear. Well, what else about the Hallows? Anything? Uh, you know, hey, it's time for final thoughts. You know, uh, we didn't discuss anything really here. No, no we, we did. But, but we're gonna have a chance to talk about this for months. It's true. And you know what else? Part one in a series. We called Thestral. Who was mm. that? Ignore him. Sounds very strangely familiar. That voice. Mm. It's John's new tagline. He's gonna use it everywhere. Uh-huh. They called Hallows. So what are we going to do? We're going to wrap this up? Who's going first? Yeah, I think so. How about John? John, go first. Yeah, let's get that over with. Oh, Oh. look at Listen to you. Oh, sorry. I think that the hollows (laughs) are the halos, the hula hulas, are one of the other places yet to be discovered in Hogwarts, like the Chamber of Secrets. That can only be... Opened by the era of Hufflepuff by speaking Badger talk out of the door. And inside you will find the cup, a ball pit play place, mm-hmm. and a dartboard. So it would be the chamber of balls then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just. I'm, 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 okay, no, 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 let's move on. <laughs> You're fired from the show. I. You're You're not allowed to be funnier than Dan Noah. That is a rule written out in our contract. (laughs) Kill two. Mission accomplished. Okay. What do you think it is, Steve? Any of the show. Oh my God! You killed two. I'm. I really think that the Hallows are are legendary objects, just like one of those meanings that we talked about, and that they're legendary objects which are a subject of a quest. And in this case, there are the Horcruxes, and Harry will have to go and find them. And I, I, I love the idea that we've already got a cup, and we've got uh, a sword, and uh, we've got uh, the locket. That makes sense. It just seems like it's really connecting up with all those those uh, sort of legendary references. It seems to fit the the concept of the book, as far as we know of the concept of the book, um, very, 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 very nicely. So that's where I'm at on that. I feel like um, that it all makes so much sense that I'm railing against it. You know, yeah, it makes sense for it to be Horcruxes and objects, and but I think that we know so much about that. Yeah. You know, but then again, anyway. Um, currently, I think that it's a place Harry has to go and has something to do with the land of the dead or the underworld or the world behind the veil, and uh, we're going to find out. What if it's a locked room? No, love. Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know, but anyway, I, th- I think it's somewhere Harry has to travel to. 
Like the Chamber of Balls, Two. perhaps. Yeah, you only get to say that once, or it's profane. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking it's such a really good idea. But never mind. Well, it is one of my ideas, so that does give it brilliant yeah. points. Okay. okay. Sue, please save us. Well, <clears throat> I think that the Deathly Hallows do have something to do with the four founders, specifically the four founders. And I think that it has, like, well, let's say about, about the dead, because in the past, I think it has to do someplace in the past. Because I've said this before on our show many times that I think that Harry has to go to the past to get what he needs to save in the future or in his current context of the book. So I think at those that Deathly Hallows is where he's going to find those four the four objects of the founders. That's it. That's what I think. Sounds good to me. Excellent. God, when book seven comes out, we have to go through each Kenny conundrum and find out who was oh, right no. for everything. Yeah. I know. I'm going to have to. I'm, I was actually planning on just leaving Joe a voicemail after this and letting her know what we all thought. And she'll probably get mm-hmm. back to me yeah. by, you know, a couple years. I think it's now. likely that you have her phone number there, John. <laughs> um, <clears throat> of course. It's speed dial number five. Okay. I have a lot of other cool number- people that are above that, but <laughs> she's up there at five. It's an accomplishment. Only at five. Wow. No, seriously. I was going to put her at seven page? just to be cool because of seven. He's got Bono with number I've one. I've got someone else at seven. No, I just, I'd get confused if I changed it. Uh-huh. So anyway. Yeah, we're out of here. So next time <laughs> we talk about religion? Tune in next week for Canon Conundrum 72, where we discuss the crazy conundrum topic of... What is the role of religion in the Harry Potter books? Do we dare tackle that one? Has there been any religious references in these books that have escaped us, that have move by too subtly for the regular reader to pick up. Like, I mean, it, like celebrating Christmas. Like celebrating Christmas and God rest you merry hippogriffs. But we're not talking about symbolic overall Christian themes kind of things. We're talking about religion in the books. The character, right. are, is there religion among, among the Harry right. world? Right. Uh-huh. I like it. Okay, goodbye. Thank you, Steve. On to the show. What a first show of 2007. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best we've done all year. <sighs> we didn't get rid of that joke, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do your job. No, it's so much I mean, easier. I really wish. Why don't you guys try to be me one week and come up with jokes, and then I can be you guys and be like, oh, not funny person. That's going to be Bizarro Pottercast. Yeah. It's not easy oh, being no way. It's not e- Didn't like try that Kermit the Frog sing oh. that? It's not easy. It's not no easy way. being green. Yeah, but it's not easy being. Oh, oh, oh. See, I'm already doing it. Oh, oh. called Fuck. She's going to hate you. <laughs> no, no. Vaughn is a sweetheart. I, this is my new thing. For all of 2007, I'm going to perfect one Harry Potter character every month. And this month is my Luna character. Mm-hmm. So everybody let me know. I'm going to try it one time for good here. Let me know how good I am, right? <laughs> they called Thestrals. Compare it, compare it to the real one. Here it is. They called Thestrals. <laughs> All right, and then, and then mine again. Go. They called Thestrals. Now you let me know how awesome that Irish I am. Irish people write and if in. If there's any room for improvement, <laughs> I, I doubt there friend, will be. I know our friend Keon is going to write in. Our friend Irish Keon. He's with this yes, beautiful he's accent. He's the coolest person. Lovely. Lovely. Names that look like that. Yeah. And you let me know how good I am at that. I'll try it again the rest of the month, and I'll have it perfected probably by tomorrow. Who's but... going to be February? What's that? Who's February? February is Madame Maxine. No. Oh. 
Oh, c'est magnifique. <laughs> I have a little work to do on that one. But Luna, I've got about done. Okay, I think you're wrong, but anyway. <laughs> oh, I agree. See, that'd be good. It'd be hey, romantic I'm... for February and Valentine's Day. It Ooh, would be. I'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So, um, I, I, I swore that I wasn't going to talk that much about my cat around here. Oh, here we go. You have to know what's been going on in the Anelli household. John met Mushka when she was like five days old. And Can we call her Dollish, please? No. So it's a little on topic. Her name is Mushka. Her middle name is Dollish. All right, so now it's on topic. Anyway. <laughs> she, what are you doing over there, John? I'm relaxing There's for your story. There's a microphone over here. Oh. Um... Anyway, I figured there'd be some instinctual memory, John. She would remember John, mm-hmm. whatever. Not so much. Oh, no. Muchka has been hissing and scratching and biting at him ever since he walked in the door. You know, I'm sporting a Dumbledore-like scar on my knee thanks to this cat. <laughs> I'm trying to get me through the New York subway system by her scratch mark. Uh-huh. It's not helping. It's all she does. Every time she- and then he finally, I made her feed him. I made her feed. Her, I made him feed her, and she, apparently, the first time she walked over and nuzzled his leg, and then hissed and walked away yes. just to let him know. <laughs> and, and now she she hisses in between bites after she swallows, just to remind me that I suck. And then Joe was trying to get. He was, he was trying to get into the bathroom. Yes, which she is an important thing. She wouldn't let him. She was standing in the doorway to the bathroom on her hind legs, hissing and throwing her arms around to stop him from getting in. I couldn't. I wanted to give her, like, many treats. It's like she's guarding the Helm's Deep. That was going nowhere near. That's right. John wrote me a text message at work. He said, she's still hissing at me. I think she went to open the chamber. Yeah. Yes. I have to go grab a rooster for protection. Salazar over here. This is what he does to me at work. <laughs> I lose it. Oh my I God. lose it across my desk. I just fall hysterical laughing. Do you think she smells this Chipotle on you? Or I mean, what do you <laughs> think it is? You know, if she did, she'd probably settle down because that smell has been known to calm any an animal or a creature. <laughs> but dude, literally, she literally walks up to him, hisses, and walks away. <laughs> See, John, you must be, you must be like uh, an animagus, right? That must be it. You know, she must, you're like, yeah, that you know? was Vander's theory is that she was yeah. a measle and that, yeah. uh, wasn't what I seemed. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've known that for a while now. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm kind of flattered. She goes out of her way to show me her disapproval. <laughs> it's like, you think she'd just go from her bowl back to the napping pillow. Here? But she walks over here Hold just on. to remind me that um, bad news. But that is just too hilarious. She can. She's like a watch cat guarding. Like she's got like a super defender cat I know. for that bathroom. That's just too. <laughs> Melissa wants to try to go find the cat. I think she's. But do you think recharging was her she, scary batteries? Was she? Was she oh, like actually she speaking in parcel tongue? Put your gloves on. Get out of here. What? Luchka. Yeah. Luch. Hi. Luch. Now you're shy. Let me hiss. <laughs> Oh my god! She's not making noise. <laughs> there it was. Oh, I heard it. I don't know if you can all understand parcel tongue, but I think that was crucial. <laughs> Sue dead. Luckily, she has to mean it. Don't worry. <laughs> Did you hear it, Sue? She's still a Death Eater in training. 
Sue's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Moochie is not a dead. <laughs> Come on, Mooch. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Send your kitty sized Death Eater robe to the P.O. box. Oh, it would be hilarious. If you can make some boots to cover up her claws, I'd oh be most obliged. You. Yeah, so did that, was that really loud? Because I couldn't even hear it. It was good enough. <laughs> it was loud. I heard that. Yep. Uh, she's only back like the chamber. Nice she was in the bathroom. But you know, I mean, that's so true because animals have like natural instincts, you know, about right. things. And that's <laughs> just too <It's> hilarious. <laughs> well. Uh. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. But it's, but it's oh, my God. I can't imagine yeah. a week well, with you guys. Well, there's been lots of fun New stories. We may have to do a list of tone. Or a leaky mug. Or... Yeah, maybe another time. Just go! You're wasting yeah. time! Oh. oh my god, well, that was well, just guys. Boys and Wait, girls, this has been another wonderful Canon Conundrum 71. Wait. Pottercast 71. <laughs> I'm so that I can't even... <laughs> we do it all at once, it's live. Tune in next week for a Canon Conundrums and a whole bunch of your emailed thoughts and predictions of the title of Harry Potter 7. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. We'll do a big old mailbag with Special K, Kristen, and throw that all out at you. It'll be a good time. All right, I think it's that time. Oh, is it time? Final song. That she says in Dreamgirls. Oh. Just go! You're you wasting time! Make you happy. Wasn't it great? I saw that movie. It's oh. fabulous. Jennifer right. Hudson. Bye, ladies. Just, oh, my God. See, we were talking about happy feet. Run, John. Run from the cat. Run! Toppy is free. Oh, and about time too. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> My brain right. is mush. Well, what's it's in the new show, year? Oh, we're starting. This is the opening. Oh, well, God. I mean, just just cut this and put it in the beginning. <laughs> it wasn't funny at all. It's like the three stooges. Do you ever see like who's on first, what's on second? It's one stooge. <laughs> it's one stooge. Okay. And two of us. Okay. okay. <laughs> Record your little part. Let me keep going. It's Pottercast seventy one. Okay, put it at the opening. Okay. No one needs to gr- have it grunted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a critic. Everybody's a critic tonight. I need to get Mushko over here. The watch okay. cat on duty. <laughs> on the microphone. <laughs>